Welcome into A to Z Sports Prime Time from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios on a Sunday night. I'm your host, Buck Rising. I'm proud, as always, to be presented to you by the fine folks at Two Rivers Ford. Since 1983, Two Rivers Ford has been operating at a high-level, award-winning customer service and American-made Ford vehicles. Check them out in Mount Juliet or pay uh, pay them a visit online at tworiversford.com. Do your window shopping there. DraftKings Sportsbook, get in on all the action in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. I'll tell you what I wagered tonight in the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA. But meanwhile, you should be betting College World Series, Stanley Cup, NBA, whatever your heart desires using the promo code A2Z Sports. Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com is where you go for your dream address without the stress. And if you are trying to get in your comfort zone this summer, Brymac Mechanical, B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. Okay, so what happened with Vanderbilt over the weekend? It was such a shit show, to be completely honest with you, because, of course, when I finished, I I did radio on Friday before I got out of town to go see my parents, and uh, as we were getting ready to wrap up the radio show, Vanderbilt was preparing to play NC State at 1 o'clock. Uh, that would have been Friday, one o'clock central time. So about uh, at about 11, Darren McFarland over at 1025 initially had a report that NC State was dealing with some COVID issues that would affect the start time for that game. So it ended up being so, and the reporting bore that out. And NC State versus Vanderbilt was delayed about an hour and, and 10 minutes uh, only only 13, I believe, only 13 NC State players were eligible to play. The rest of them who were considered close contact or had been had been tested or tested positively for COVID uh, were removed from the game. So Vanderbilt, you know, gutted it out. 3-1 win on Friday, and then they waited for the results to come back so that they could play NC State the next day as well. But in the middle of the night at 2 a.m. on Saturday morning, the NCAA, as you're probably familiar with by now, put out a statement saying that NC State had been disqualified uh, for for their issues with COVID, that Vanderbilt would advance. It was done with no explanation. It was done with little thought for NC State. It was done really with little thought for Vanderbilt, who had just participated in a game against NC State. And what really pissed people off is that Vanderbilt would continue to not be tested. So now, all of this has uh, become a cluster. Everybody is up in arms. It's become probably the hottest topic in sports. you got everybody from Dave Portnoy to athletes all over various sports weighing in on how unjust it was what happened to NC State. So that's what my Two Rivers Ford take uh, question is going to be for you guys. How should the NCAA have handled NC State's COVID outbreak? Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, on Periscope, on YouTube, and on Twitch. We will get into that conversation over the course of this evening's show. Uh, How should the NCAA have handled NC State's COVID outbreak? Let me know on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch. We will discuss at length together. Uh, Cody and Shrike, uh, correct me and say Vandy was tested yesterday, last night. So thank you for that correction. That's an important correction uh, to follow up with me on. I did not see that, but thank you for uh, pointing that out for all of us. 
in the comments section. So while you guys weigh in of what the NCAA should have done, I'll tell you about what you should do with your next uh, car purchase. You should go out to Two Rivers Ford. Now you would ask me what's new at Two Rivers Ford these last few days, these last few weeks. And actually there's a lot. If you haven't been keeping up with Ford lately, they've introduced all manner of great new vehicles from the electric Mach-E Mustang, the Ford Maverick, the electric F-150 Lightning, of course, my favorite, the 2021 Ford Bronco. They are loaded with technology. They are beautiful vehicles. They are hugely efficient. And there's a wide variety of you of them for you to choose from based on your lifestyle or your budget. Two Rivers Ford has all of these uh, vehicles available for you to peruse. All you have to do is get in touch with one of their non-commissioned salespeople. They will put no pressure on you throughout the car search and the car buying process, they are making their paycheck whether you buy a car from them or not. That's why Two Rivers Ford, the experience is exceptional, award-winning even. Two Rivers Ford in Mount Juliet or online at tworiversford.com. So um, let's get into the uh, Love a Good Buck show on Sunday, says Music City Bets. Indeed, we love, listen, we love a good Music City Bet. That's why we're keeping tabs on uh, what Music City Bets is producing content-wise at Music City Bets is where you can follow them because they I have been keeping tabs on to try and uh, break my uh, break my slump of betting by myself. It's been really bad. So <laughs> we're trying to dig myself out of that hole in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Anyway, so what is happening with the NCAA? What is happening with Vanderbilt and with NC State? What should they have done in the event that there was a COVID incident because they had put protocols in place. They had restricted access for fans and for media with workouts. There is a limited capacity to a degree at Omaha at TD Ameritrade Park, but nothing that's all that crazy. 21,000 in attendance. It feels like a full house when you watch these games or when you listen to them on the radio. But uh, Bolt Holt, our great producer uh, and writer, Adam Holt at Bolt underscore Holt is where you can follow him. Says the NCAA should have waited for the unvaccinated players' tests to get back. 19 of them were negative, had plenty of guys, and yet they trotted it out, trotted the NC State team out there anyway, regardless of waiting for the test results to come back against a fully stocked Vandy roster. Here's, here's my biggest issue. What the NCAA did... I think ultimately was the correct decision. Now, how they went about it was egregious, was wrong by any stretch of the imagination. How the NCAA handled this situation is why everybody is pissed off about it, because they handled it indecisively. We have had damn near 17 months at this point for people to understand. Uh, Nashville-based media company says Vandy is being wrongfully blamed, pretends to be shocked, says Ben Hall. I don't know what the fuck that means. Oh, excuse me. I rarely drop an F-bomb, but there it is, uh, Ben. So I don't know uh, I don't know what you're talking about, but uh, it seems like a dumb statement. Anyway, so I would say to you that the NCAA handled it uh, horrendously, even if they ended up making the right decision. Now, whether you're one of these people who's going to say that Vandy should have an asterisk next to the title if they beat Mississippi State, which they are expected to do, Four vaccinated NC State players tested positive since Brett, says Brent Matlock, which is important context. And I read the reporting from uh, Kendall Rogers at D1 Baseball, who's probably the best reporter on this stuff in the business. And when the and when on Saturday night 
the NCAA uh, made the decision to declare Saturday's game between Vandy and NC State a no contest at 1.10 a.m. According to Kendall Rogers, sources close to the NC State program spoke to myself on and Aaron Fit early Saturday. Today, we got to the bottom of everything. For some context on COVID protocols and COVID-19 regarding other NCAA championships, uh, they were told this morning that the NCAA has had 64 total championships, including baseball, with 284 total events, including preliminary rounds of the championship tournament since the second week of February. So it goes into how many how many of these athletes were tested over that span, and how over uh, and how often how often the NCAA has had to adjust things due to COVID protocols. And and I think the biggest offense here by the NCAA is that they they did not have a coherent plan in place when they've had 17 months to figure something out. They should have known that if something was to happen in one of these situations, that the answer, the solution cannot be, well, yank half of the team that's tested positive, wait an hour, play the game anyway, and then wait until 2 a.m. to call the following day's game in a critical postseason series with one of the teams that's been on one of the most fun runs, the team that ended Arkansas's championship hopes before they even began, the team that beat Vanderbilt uh, recently within the last, what, 12 or 15 days at this point. NC State was done very, very dirty here, even if the NCAA made the right decision to no contest that, especially as Adam Holt points out that the College World Series was flaunting their attendance numbers all weekend. It's a horrific look, horrific look for them to not have a plan, for them to call it the way that they did, and for them to be able to go on social media and say 21,000 in attendance at this year's College World Series when NC State is looking around like the hell, guys. What we we are just out here trying to get through this thing, and then it and then it just becomes a, a an onslaught of COVID vaccination takes or not vaccination takes, and and is NC State's head coach. Uh, being being served being served justice basically because of his unwillingness to talk about vaccinations among his players. It's a complete and total crapshoot at this point. It has been handled horrendously by the NCAA. It is a further example of why they have no usefulness, none whatsoever, uh, with this with the governance of collegiate sports. They have been proven time and again to not be capable of handling. One of the things that they are supposed to be handled, if not the thing that they are supposed to be able to handle, it's the governance of college athletics. And the NCAA continuously gets caught with their pants down and shuffles it along to another, you know, to the conferences during football season or to the College World Series and say, hey, figure it out if you want to play or not and ask the teams if they want to play play or not, which is, I mean, it's honestly insulting uh, the way that they, that they, that they just uh, go hands-off immediately when something like this arises. Uh, NC State brought on self-refusal, wear masks, and social distancing. I mean, Puka, listen, I if, if, they were, if they were not practicing all of the things that everybody else, everybody else is having to practice to make sure that they, that, they were, uh, that they were being as safe as humanly possible to get through the tournament, as Puka says, it's not happening with other teams. I, I don't disagree that you you are a you are only a uh, a victim of your own consequences that you brought upon yourself. I'm not saying that the that the NCAA made the wrong decision, Puka. I'm saying the way that they did it was asinine, was completely and totally asinine. And now it's being turned, it seems, by everybody in the country outside of Nashville, Tennessee, 
and put on Vandy's head in a way that I find just stupid to me. Literally just DQ the non-vax players and play on. Simple fix. Cowards, says Evan C. White. Uh, it's just, it continues to be uh, a, a ridiculous situation. Ben Hall says, why wasn't a single Vandy player tested? I assume Ben is asking about Friday as opposed to being tested last night on Saturday night after the game had been already called a no contest. Um, ben, and I don't have the answer to that question. The NCAA's incompetence is all that I can give you. Let's move on and let's talk about, well, before we move on, we'll continue to take your comments on this. How should the NCAA have handled this situation? I would be fascinated to know uh, how the rest of you feel about this if you have not already weighed in with us. Let me know in the comment section while you guys do that. I'll tell you about America's top-rated sports book. It's why it's my favorite sports book, among many other reasons. I love DraftKings Sportsbook because it's easy to navigate. There are plenty of new instructions for new bettors and nearly limitless ways to get in on all the action. My friends and my family have been loving DraftKings Sportsbook, and I know you will too. Listen to this great offer. DraftKings Sportsbook is putting you courtside with a chance to win $150 in site credits. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code A2Z Sports when you sign up to have a shot at claiming $150 in free credits. Bet on the basketball team of your choice to win their next game, and if they do, you will claim $150 in free credits in addition to your wager cashing. That's promo code A to Z Sports for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, Tennessee only, wager paid out in site credits. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call or text the Tennessee red line, 1-800-889-9789. The best in the business, promo code A to Z Sports in the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Uh, let me know in the comment section. Uh, Cody uh, Puka says, all, Van all Vandy players vaccinated. Um, and then she's calling somebody pissy. I'm not sure. If you guys are feuding amongst yourselves, uh, I can only sit back and watch. The game shouldn't have been canceled, period, says Cedron. Um canceled well here because here, the game wasn't canceled uh well it was it was so let me let me get my terminology correct it was called a no contest and nc state was eliminated because they were the aggrieved party in this particular situation vanderbilt by default was then allowed to advance so the 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 game was called a no contest and thus eliminating nc state but the the i i don't disagree cedron that that it shouldn't have been canceled out of the gate, maybe eventually, if they felt that they were not going to be able to find an equitable solution or as close to an equitable solution as humanly possible. At that point, they should have called the game no contest. But even if it delays the College World Series, they need to take the right precautions and not just try and push this thing through. Football would continuously delay NFL games like the Titans and like the Steelers and the Ravens and many other examples of that all year round last year to make sure that they got the games in. The college world, and that was the regular season, the college world series is critically important. And NC State was on the precipice, I think, of doing something or making a run that could be considered very special. They were on one and they had it ended in a way that does not feel right to anybody involved. In fact, Tim Corbin spoke on this uh, right after, uh, or excuse me, Tim Corbin spoke on that today 
and talking to the media. But before the game, I mean, they had no, Vanderbilt had no idea what was going on, and NC State really didn't seem to either. Well, we didn't know what was going to happen. I mean, the NCAA said that there was something up from a health standpoint, so they didn't, they weren't specific about it. So um, not until deeper into the delay, and then we then we knew, but it just became a situ situation that we had to deal with, like a rain delay. Um, it was North Carolina State situation. It wasn't Vanderbilt. We just had to be patient and kind of wait it out. But the lack of clarity there, that's Tim Corbin, obviously the head coach of Vanderbilt, talking about the situation pregame. I mean, but to keep them in the dark, as, as everything was being shuffled along and then to say, okay, go out there, play ball, and we'll see what happens and we'll deal with it tomorrow after we've had more time to convene, it's not the right way to go about it. I don't care how many fans were already in their seats. I don't care that the teams were already there. If you're going to do this thing, do it correctly. And the NCAA did not handle this thing correctly by any stretch of the imagination. Uh, just delay until they are ready, says Charlie Arp. It's not ideal, but it's better than this. This is the worst possible solution. Uh, I don't disagree by any stretch of the imagination. Now, what if Mississippi State has a player test positive? Are you not going to play the championship series and just declare Vanderbilt the national champion? I mean, Jared, they they damn well could because the precedent is exactly that. The precedent is exactly that. It's an excellent point by Jared Swain in the comments on Facebook. They have now set the precedent. They have now set the precedent that they can just straight up declare a winner of a championship series. Um, if something like what happened to NC State happens to Mississippi State in the final best two out of three, it is completely wrong. It is out. It is. It is so. It is so contorted. It is so mutated. And this was the problem with playing sports through a global pandemic from the jump. It was necessary. It had to be done. It was a relief for all of us who needed sports and some kind of escape, some kind of getaway from all the other crap that was going on involving COVID, but when COVID does continue to impact these things, again, I come back to the NCAA's lack of preparedness, and now they've set the precedent that Vanderbilt could say, well, you can't, you you declared, uh, you de not that Vanderbilt would do this, and, and in fact, uh, Kendall Rogers did some really good reporting on what how hands-off Tim Corbin was about what should happen to NC State, and why I think that's very, very important um, out of respect for their opponent and the situation that they were dealing with. Ultimately, it just comes back to the NCAA is bad at their jobs. And this is just the latest, most egregious example on a national stage for everybody to see and, and have exposed to us. Let's move on and let's talk about Vandy and Mississippi State, assuming that this whole thing goes off without a hitch, which is not a, a, a safe assumption at this point by any stretch of the imagination. Who has the advantage in the College World Series finals? Is it Vandy? Or is it Mississippi State? Let me know in the comment section, and we will discuss at length together who has the advantage in the series coming up that will begin tomorrow and run through, perhaps, unless uh, one team goes two and zero on the other, that will lead to uh, that will lead to the College World Series being played out over the next three days. Let me know in the comment section who has the advantage, Vandy or Mississippi State, and we will discuss at length together right after I tell you about our friends at Brymac Mechanical. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com. That is where you go for satisfaction guaranteed. That is where you go for commercial HVAC. It's where you go for ductwork. 
It's where you go for residential HVAC. It's where you go if anything, anything happens to your heating or cooling units, or if you're just looking to make sure that they function at a high level with preventative maintenance. B-R-Y-M-A-K, Brymac.com, three locations in Tennessee and in Kentucky, servicing a wide area to make sure that you get the best in the business. The best in the business is Brymac Mechanical at Brymac.com. All right, so who has the advantage with Vandy and Mississippi State? I think if NC State would have advanced, I think NC State would have been clearly the better team. Uh, what if a what if a meteor strikes and we don't get to play another game? Says Cody. I don't have the answer for you uh, with that in that regard tonight. Does Vandy remember how to hit the ball? Says Puka. Another question a- again against a depleted NC State team. The bats for Vandy were not there. They had to grind to get that win. They really did. It was a it was a labor, and may- maybe NC State uh, had had a little bit of a, a fight in them given the circumstances that they had put been put up against, but I did not think that the pitching was any kind of overtly spectacular for them in a way that made NC State pitch, the NC State pitching staff unhittable in Friday's game. I did not think that at all. I think that Vanderbilt has continued to be sluggish uh, at the plate, and it is a problem that will, again, come up against Mississippi State. Now, I still think Vandy to be the superior team. I think Enrique Bradfield is one of the best offensive players in the country. I think he will continue to uh, shine even and and as the pitchers will with lighter and rocker now getting a little bit of additional rest. Uh, Vanderbilt is in, in the best possible position at this point to be able to capitalize. Vandy has the clear advantage, I think, in this series. Uh, you know, and it doesn't help. It doesn't hurt that they've had additional rest by not having to play NC State yesterday. Uh, I mean, it's not like the like NC State was were hitting either, says Boyd. No, I don't. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying that Vanderbilt really struggled in a way that you don't anticipate Vanderbilt struggling. Evan C. White says, "Hail State!" Out here trolling the people. Uh, both teams were hitting like 217 in the postseason, says Cody. Yeah, it's been really bad. Mississippi State, because most everyone will be rooting for them. Vandy has become the bad guy, says Tim Barber. It's true. It really is true. I mean, you have Dave Portnoy from Barstool Sports out there doing a one of his emergency press conferences in an NC State Wolfpack t-shirt. You have people lambasting Vanderbilt, acting like Vanderbilt was out here outing NC State or snitching on NC State or calling for NC State to have additional testing or additional measures taken uh, against them in a way that was completely inaccurate. The, the the telling of this story has been hugely warped. And thank God for people like Kendall Rogers who actually know the sport and are actually covering it at great length because the internet has been crazy with all kinds of uh, conspiracy theories out there about what Vanderbilt did or did not do or what involvement they did or did not have in NC, in NC State's no contest. Vandy versus the world, says Boyd. Vandy will take it. They are used to it, uh, certainly in, in college baseball because every other sport, it's uh, you know nobody else has got to worry about Vandy. Vandy baseball has become Duke basketball, says Puka. That that's a good comparison. I mean, Tim Corbin is is Shashevsky. He's Saban. He's Belichick of his sport. There is no uh, there is no doubting that Vandy is struggling from the batter's box, says Brad Lifford. Yeah, we've talked about that at length. I do still think that they're the better team against Mississippi State. I do think they should continue to be favored throughout the course of this. Let's wrap things up and we'll get you back to the Eastern Conference Finals games just in time for the second half uh, because the NBA Trey Young has been spectacular uh, and I have been uh, I have been heavily involved using my DraftKings Sportsbook app. 
in Trey Young's success from three tonight. I need him to make more, four or more to be able to cash my bet. So let's uh, let's keep an eye on that together, shall we, fam? Uh, let's move on and let's do – this is a free site, the best thing that I saw on the internet this weekend. The question for you is who is your favorite 90s athlete? Let me know in the comments, whichever social media platform across the four of them that you choose to consume us, who is your favorite 90s athlete? Let me know and we'll talk about it together here on A to Z Sports Prime Time. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. They have been uh, maybe not the favorite 90s athlete, but they've been the favorite son in Middle Tennessee real estate because they know exactly what they're doing, because they live in the Middle Tennessee community, because they work to build the community. The official real estate agent of the Titans and the Preds and A to Z Sports Prime Time is Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage. Your dream address without the stress, I have been in mind for two years on Thursday, which was very exciting for me to see. And my property value through the roof because of it, because the Ashton team, uh, you know, it's tough to predict uh, a, mar a market bubble like this. But Gary and Keegan, who I worked with, put me in the best position to maximize my value. And I sit in my dream address without the stress, appreciating like all hell in the middle of this housing market. And if you're in the market to sell your home for more, because there are many people trying to buy houses right now. You can do so at GaryAshton.com. Who's your favorite 90s athlete? Let me know. Puka says Elway. Uh, Vandy versus the Cowbells is the ultimate rivalry, says Cody. London Titan is Barry Sanders. Ken Griffey Jr. for Seth Clark. Dennis Rodman. Greg Maddox, I see. Michael Jordan, of course. I, 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 Jordan, 90s, uh, uh, late 80s, 90s. So we, we will accept Michael Jordan. Uh, NJ for Brad Lipford. Drew Bledsoe says TJ Stewart official. That's not one that I expected. But my favorite athlete of the 90s, uh, because I had his video game, was Tony Hawk. And Tony Hawk, it is the 22nd anniversary of Tony Hawk perfecting the 900 off uh, off a ramp in a way that I, we've never seen anybody uh, do previously. 22 years ago today, Tony Hawk out there killing it and making me relive my childhood in a way that uh, was a bit of a blast from the past on Twitter today. June 27th, 1999, Tony Hawk perfects the 900 at the X Games. The X Games is so much fun, so much more fun when Tony Hawk was a part of it. Absolute legend, says Evan C. White. There is no question about it. Pro Skater was legendary, says Cody Holzer. This is true. Magic Johnson, says Jared Swain. Was Magic in the, Magic went in the 90s, was he? Um, maybe like early 90s, maybe before I was born 90s. London Titans says, have you seen the Avril Lavigne, Tony Hawk, Skater Boy collaboration? Yes, and I regret now not sending a producer Reed scurrying across the internet to find it. We won't do that to Reed tonight because the show is almost over. Jared says, I was terrible at Tony Hawk's video games. Me too, but God, I loved them. Tony Hawk, is Tony Hawk the goat of skateboarding? Says Boyd Young. I mean, who else would it be? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know that I could name another professional skateboarder. Could you? Like in the modern day, certainly not. I uh, I, I don't. I don't. I really don't. I can't for the life of me think of uh, 
think of another professional skateboarder. No, nobody was close to Tony though. I mean, Tony is the goat by any stretch of the imagination. Um, and nationally, internationally, he is the man. And if, uh, if you can name another skateboarder, tell me, because certainly my mind draws a blank. I haven't thought about it in probably 22 years since Tony Hawk was at the, the X games. Um, but I, uh, I think, I think that Tony Hawk is absolutely superior in that regard. I can't name any other skater. 95% of the people must be the same, says London Titan. It's probably so. Uh, but 95% of the people in this show are not the same. You guys are all unique. You all bring great perspectives. And I appreciate you guys doing it each and every Sunday through Thursday night when we do the primetime show. We got a full week of shows to that regard. Uh, it will be our full last full week of shows before I take another uh, extended vacation over the course of the uh the next couple of weeks, but you guys are have been so fun tonight. Thank you for uh, participating as always. The radio show tomorrow will be a bunch of fun as well on 104.5 The Zone. If you uh, aren't hanging out with us on uh, from 10 to 1 on 104.5, I really think you're missing out. But if you're not and you can't catch it live, tomorrow we got Joey Kent and Brandon Wright's going to talk about the NBA playoffs. Uh, you can do it in the podcast, uh, in your favorite podcast app with the Buck Rising Show. Just subscribe. Maybe leave us a nice review if you would be so kind. Also, send me your Music City mailbag questions in my DMs on Instagram, at Buck Rising, just as you see it, spelled below, Titans-related anything, because we'll have Joe Rexroad and Alan Bell on the 615 sessions, and they will do your mailbag questions with me. So slide in my DMs on Instagram for your Music City mailbag submissions. Thank you to you guys. Thank you to Two Rivers Ford, DraftKings Sportsbook, Gary Ashton, and Brymac Mechanical. We'll see you guys tomorrow night. Great week of content coming. I can't wait to do it with you over the next five or six days. And you know that I'm going to give it great effort. You know we're going to bring great energy because you know it's the start of the week. So we can't be tired yet. No!